What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Geekology 101. I am Diego, and welcome to the second installment of the series Brains. So again, this is a series all about zombie lore, and I'm going to be diving into several zombie properties, everything from movies to audiobooks to written books to comics, etc., video games, the whole deal. Uh, today, we're going to get into World War Z. Now, this is definitely one of my favorite zombie properties of all time. And there's two different mediums that we're going to be discussing here regarding World War Z. The first one I want to get into is the book. Of course, there's a very famous movie uh, which uh, starred Brad Pitt. But the book, uh, written by Max Brooks, was, how can I put it? It was very different from the movie the format itself was very different basically max brook brooks wrote this novel as if it were a collection of individual stories from different people who survived the zombie apocalypse the zombie plague and it's everything from people in the military to scientists to, you know, everyday civilians to government officials, etc. People from all over the world to all sorts of countries. And so as the book progresses, you're basically starting to piece together the events that went down during the zombie outbreak through these various accounts. And you get to see how the world was impacted in every way. Everything from the social status of the world to the political landscape to the religious landscape, the environmental impact of the zombie apocalypse. Uh, you, you, you get to take in, basically, the story of this war for survival against zombies in a format that's very reminiscent of history books. So I just finished reading, for instance, a book uh, called The Story of World War II. And it was a phenomenal book, very long book, very, very thorough. And throughout the book, you got to dig into the accounts of all sorts of people, everything from you know soldiers, actual veterans, survivors of World War II, people who were um, in concentration camps, people who were prisoners of war, people who were just civilians and got caught in the middle of crossfires, people who were um, who were press, who were out there documenting, ph photographing, uh, uh, you know, writing the chronicling of, of of what was going on in this horrific war. And World War Z, the book, reminds me a lot of that, that kind of format. It feels like a documenting of actual history. And because of that, it gives the book a certain realism that is hard to achieve when, it's, when what you're reading is a straight novel. Now, if you uh, listen to the previous installment of the Brains series, which was uh, the episode on Arisen, Another great book series that I consumed in the form of audiobooks. Um, this series was basically novel form, right? Traditional novel form. 
And so when you read that versus reading World War Z, you're going to see a drastic difference. It's very the experience of consuming the two the two books is is incredibly different. Even though there are certain kind of crossovers within the scenarios, it's such a different experience when you're reading it or listening to it that it, it's totally worth. Um, if you've seen the World War Z movie, it's absolutely worth going back. And either listening to the audiobook version of World War Z or reading it. Speaking about the audiobook version, this <laughs> this is such a great production. Um, this book actually won awards in its audiobook form. It was released. Uh, the original book, the actual novel, written novel, was released in 2006. The audiobook was released a year later in 2007. Now it was performed by. A truly badass cast. You had uh, Alan Alda, Mark Hamill. You had John Turturro. You know, people who were... <laughs> who brought such a gravitas to these little bits of uh, storytelling, of, 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 of accounts from the zombie war. It's a phenomenal audiobook. Truly, if, if, you've, see, if you've read the book... Um, I would recommend listening to the audiobook. It's the same exact. It's the same exact book, same exact novel, but it's such a different experience when you listen to it. Very, very cool book. Um, then in 2013, the feature film was released. Now the feature film was uh, the screenplay was adapted. There was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of craziness when it came to this screenplay. Um, you know, I went through several different hands. It ended up, you know, being a result of uh, Matthew Michael Carnahan, Drew Garter, Damon Lendeloff, uh, several writers basically who who ended up um, having a hand in uh, in penning this this story. Um, it was produced by, uh, by 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 Brad Pitt himself. Um, he his in, his uh, production company secured the the rights to the film in two thousand seven. And then uh, Mark Foster was approached to direct the film. Now, Mark Foster uh, has had several films under his belt. Um, everything from Monsters Ball to Finding Neverland to Stranger Than Fiction, Quantum of Solace, the James Bond movie. Um, I'm a fan of, of a lot of his movies. I think he, he does incredible work. Christopher Robin is another one of his movies, too. Very, very sweet, very touching um, adaptation of live action adaptation of Winnie the Pooh and, you know, told through a beautiful story that was uh, beautifully acted by, uh, by Ewan McGregor and, and an awesome supporting cast. So uh, very cool, very cool choice for director. Now the, the challenge with adapting world war Z on the big screen is the format of the book, because again, the book, it kind of hops around, from account to account of different people in different stratas of society, different roles within society, different age ranges, different nationalities, the entire thing. Unless you're going to do kind of like a mockumentary type of film, you're not going to be able to adapt that style into an action-packed movie. So what was done essentially in World War Z, the movie, is that the the world that was created through the accounts 
of these different survivors of the zombie war, that world was depicted on film and the story was told from the perspective, basically, of the main character played by Brad Pitt. And so we see his entire adventure experiencing the zombie outbreak from the beginning, from when it first occurs. Um, and it kind of goes in chronological order from that point, which is another thing that the book doesn't necessarily do. The book doesn't go in chronological order, which also adds to the uniqueness of the book format of, of this story. In World War Z, it it didn't bother me. You know, I had listened to the book before I watched the movie, and it just felt like a it kind of felt like a different story, but it was a good story though. I enjoyed, legitimately enjoyed watching World War Z, and it left me it left me wanting for more. I would love to see a sequel to that film. And as a matter of fact, a, Z a sequel has been <laughs> has been very troubling to get off the ground. So as early as 2012, director Mark Foster said that he was viewing World War Z as a trilogy. And it was going to be a trilogy, quote, that would have the grounded gunmetal realism of Matt Damon's Jason Bourne series tethered to the unsettling end times vibe of AMC's The Walking Dead. And all the way since back then, this attempt at getting a sequel off the ground has been very, very difficult to execute. Um, at one point around 2013, Juan Antonio Bayona was chosen to direct the film. Um, Stephen Knight was chosen to write the script. Uh, it was announced in 2015 that the film would be released in uh, June of 2017. But then in January of 2016, Paramount said that uh, Bayona, the guy who had been chosen to direct the film, left the project because of other commitments. Then, in 2016, it was announced uh, by, by Variety that uh, David Fincher was going to be the guy directing the film. Now, David Fincher, another great director, uh, definitely made some, uh, some projects that I personally love. I mean, everything from Alien 3 to 7 to Fight Club, Zodiac, Panic Room, <laughs> The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, The Social Network, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I mean, talk about hits, right? He's definitely has a great track record. I would have, I would love to see World War Z in the hands of David Fincher, and maybe he could be the one that wraps up the trilogy. However, it's been extremely problematic even since he was announced to be in negotiations to be the director um in april 2017 it was said that he was close to signing a deal then in uh february 2017 paramount said that the sequel still hadn't started filming and that it probably wouldn't start filming until like 2018 maybe even later um then uh, he was officially confirmed fincher was as the director of the film in 2017 and it was said that brad pitt was going to return uh, with his title role. Um, but then David Fincher was busy working on Mindhunter, great, great show on Netflix. And um, at that point, it was, it stayed in an eternal limbo. <laughs> uh, it was announced in February of last year of 2019 that the film was canceled after starting pre production, unfortunately. And um, 
there's rumors that it had to do something with the Chinese government's ban on films that feature zombies and ghosts and that sort of thing. So, for those of us who are fans of the story, for those of us who are fans of, of that particular world, that particular zombie world, it's very frustrating. I, I really would love to see a sequel. Um, it'd be great if it would happen. It could also be a you know a, a short uh, series on uh, on Netflix on HBO something like. There's more story to tell there, and maybe if it's adapted as a series, it could even take on a very unique format that mirrors more closely the original format of the book, in that sort in that sort of storytelling way. I don't know if any of you guys have seen um, a series on. HBO. It's called Room, I think Room 106 or something like that. And it's basically a story where each uh, show, where each episode features a completely different set of characters set in a completely different time period under a completely different set of circumstances, all of it taking place in one same hotel room. So you could have one story where this whole situation unfolds back in the 1970s, let's say, in that hotel room. And then uh, the next episode could be 2006 or something like that. And a completely different story <laughs> is playing out in that same hotel room. So I feel like something along those lines could be could work very well for, for the HBO audience, you know, something where, where the format of the book is adapted and every episode perhaps is a different um, interview, a different person telling their story, their sequence of events uh, from their perspective regarding the zombie apocalypse. I mean, I think that'd be really cool. You know, if you do like a 10 part season, a 10, 10 episode season or something like that. And throughout the entire season, you're slowly piecing together this big picture from these people of all walks of life, of all ages and nationalities. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Um, regardless, you know, Hollywood is desperate for properties and in particular desperate for properties that people like. And that people get behind. So I will not lose hope yet that a sequel to World War Z can come out, um, can be released sometime in the near future. I think that it's it's something that is beloved enough for people to uh, to to go and spend some money to go watch. Um, now, getting all those details, all those production details, and all that stuff out of the way. Personally, I think that um, the zombies themselves are not the main focus of this particular series. Uh, there are some some movies or books or whatever where the zombies are truly unique, you know, where they really take on a, a very unique nature compared to zombies from other uh, from other properties. In this case, the zombies aren't really the special thing, definitely not in the books. Um, now, there are some characteristics, some kind of behaviors from the zombies that, that may set them apart a bit. Um, in the movie, definitely, when you see that, um, if you see that scene where they're in, uh, what is it, Jerusalem, I believe. And Jerusalem is one of the last places that's completely safe within the, the, the uh, adaptation of the film. Um, it has, it erected massive, massive walls. And 
it's keeping the zombies out using these walls. Now, suddenly you get the zombies starting to react to some noise of people singing on, on the inside of the walls. And you get them starting to do this thing that it's kind of like they're ants, like they're bugs almost, like they're insects crawling on top of one another, basically forming this zombie ladder all the way to the top edge of the wall and going over the wall in that way. And when you see it on the film, I remember when they, they put that in the in the trailer, and that was one of the most striking visuals that I had ever seen in a zombie film. And I think that that kind of behavior is is the the, the one of the few features that that sets these zombies apart. It's not like you know, twenty eight days later, for instance, where uh, you have zombies that are it, they're kind of like zombies basically, but they're it's more like of a rabies type of virus, and so the zombies are fast and they're strong and they're energetic. They're not sluggish. They're not slow. They're not lethargic like most zombies are on film. They're actually very, very fast zombies. Uh, it, it, the, the 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 defining characteristic, I think, for these zombies, at least in the film, like that is their unique selling proposition, uh, to use a marketing term. That is where they stand out. That scene going over the wall, <laughs> it just shows that there's no bounds that these zombies, uh, you know, won't go to to. Uh, uh, to get there, to get lunch, basically. So, um, World War Z, check out the book. Definitely check out the audiobook. It's a really cool experience. Again, the voice cast is fantastic. Um, but if you haven't seen the film, please go see the film as well. Okay. It's a, again, it's a very different format and a very different structure of telling that story compared to the books. Absolutely worth your time, though. I think it's one of the better uh, zombie films that's out there. Definitely one of my favorites. Let's hope that a sequel comes along at some point. There's also been talks about a video game adaptation. Uh, something like a, I think like a four-player collaborative video game um, that takes place within the world of World War Z. So, hey, the more the merrier, man. I'm totally down for that. And uh, I'd love to hear your take on it. If you've read the book, if you've listened to the book, if you've watched the movie, I would love to hear what you think. Write us uh, at g101podcast at gmail.com. Give me your opinions. Tell me what you guys thought about the movies. Uh, which one do you think is best? You know, is it, is it best to read it? Is it best to listen to the story? Or is it best to see the film adaptation of it? Are you looking forward to the, to the sequel? Did you know about the video game? Would you be looking forward to that? Um, let me know. I'd love to hear what you think. You can find us also on, also on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at G101podcast. And uh, please, if you do enjoy the podcast, give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review. Tell a friend about the podcast, whoever you know that you think would enjoy it. Let them know. Help us spread the word. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Until the next episode and the next installment of the Brain series, I will catch you around. Peace.